0: Well, I'm calling it Summer is Officially Here, and thanks for kicking off this weekend with us here at the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Yes,
1: it does indeed feel much more like summer than it has um, in a while. Uh, for, for one thing, um, just as an aside, Adam and I went to a ball game a few weeks ago, and it was...
0: Um, not summer. <laughs>
1: nah, it was next to frozen. And we were layered, and we still had to go inside um, to an inside restaurant to find heat on a couple of different occasions during that time. And to top it off, the Tigers lost. Yeah. But anyway, we digress. Um, we are here on the Speaking for Him podcast not to talk about cold weather or <laughs> warm weather necessarily. But we are here to talk about um, the latest in our series about why Jesus came. And that is Jesus came to give life. Adam's going to open us up with our quote of the day.
0: Which comes from John 10, 10, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And
1: this is really the quote that became the impetus for this particular episode um, because um, – I I noticed that there were, you know, as I've said before, there were several times when Jesus said, um, why he came, and of course one of those is that he says, I'm come, um, to to that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. He doesn't just want us to have a a halfway decent life. He wants us to have a full, abundant life, and he will bless us um, if we trust him to provide that for us. So um, the f- the first aspect <clears throat> beyond that intro that we're going to talk about is Jesus cares about your life. Adam, can you share the verse for that?
0: Which comes from mm-hmm. Matthew 6, verses 25 through 26. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than remnant behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them, and ye not much better than they matthew six twenty five to twenty six
1: and this is just a gentle reminder, or perhaps not so gentle. I don't know the tone <laughs> of voice in which Jesus delivered this, um but Jesus had a great way to balance truth and kindness that we can all learn from, and he's basically saying. I take care of the birds, they don't go hungry, Uh, they don't starve, they find their food where they need to find it, and you're more valuable than the birds, and so you can trust me with your life. And this is an important thing uh, that we all need to realize, and it's one that I have struggled with off and on uh, through the years. I've told parts of that story before, so I won't go into detail here, Um, but simply stated, my life has taken... Uh, a lot of twists and turns that I would have um, not necessarily chosen for myself. Mm -hmm. But he is good, and he doesn't give up on us. And to my surprise, sometimes when I complain the most, um, it's right when God is on on the verge of of providing me a blessing that um, I can't even imagine would have happened. So fortunately, he doesn't take my attitude into account too much when he chooses to bless me. Um, Because I've been known to have a bad attitude or two (laughs) or five or however many (laughs) number you want to put out there. But God is good. All right. The next one. The way to life is narrow.
0: Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go into thereat. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it it's matthew 7 verses 13 through
1: 14 and this is an important one because a lot of times people say well i want god or or they'll say they'll say thank god or they'll pray for help from god but they want god on their own terms (laughs) they're like if i can pick and choose just the best parts about the bible the parts that that i that i agree with then i can have a happy contented christian life um but I don't think God's primary goal is for us to be happy. I think his primary goal is for us to be holy. And I think that if we strive for holiness and we get our our thoughts and our, our motives in line with his, then happiness can result. But it, it should never be the goal. That's, that's, that's what I have gained, uh, insight that I've gained over the years. And so I'm pretty confident in telling you that. And just, there'll be few people, there'll be relatively speaking, very few people that will choose the right way. There's plenty of people that want to go their own way. I was talking to Adam before we hit record about people that get offended whenever somebody mentions the difference that God has made in their lives. And there's only one explanation for that, um, because, um, if I choose to believe in the tooth fairy, you will, you'll just laugh at me and, and you'll go on your way. You're not going to spend a lot of time ridiculing me for choosing to believe in the tooth fairy. But the same is not true for atheists when it comes to Christians expressing their belief in God, and particularly a personal relationship with God. Uh, but eventually, they will find out um, that they were wrong and they won't have time to make it right. Um, and so we need to make sure that we continue to be consistent, that we continue to be loving, but that we don't shy away from the truth because we want as many people to find the narrow way as possible. It's not easy. Um, the Bible never said it would be easy. Jesus said in the world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So he's not saying it's easy, but he is saying, I'll be with you. And I just want to encourage you with that, that if you've, Found the narrow way, cling to it because it'll be worth it in the end. Adam, do you have any thoughts on these first two points?
0: I think it's interesting how you mentioned about like how we want God on our own terms and I even wonder like if sometimes the path to life is so narrow is because like we, we get so distracted with like trying to figure out like how to be happy instead of how to be holy. Because it can be easy to get those confused, especially in the world. You know, if you jump off the path, oh, maybe this, you know, new car will make me happy. Or, oh, maybe this new thing I joined will make me happy. But after a while, it just, you know, kind of peters out because it's, it's not it's not him, which is the direction of, of the path of life. So it, it got me thinking a little bit, even personally, too, like, hmm.
1: All right. And this is an, another challenging one, too. If you lose your life, you will find it.
0: For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain in the whole world and lose his own soul? It's Mark 8, verses 35 through 36.
1: And in this particular point, Jesus is saying that if you give your life to my service and in the world's eyes, in the world's eyes, that might be losing your life. You know, you're not you're not living your life to the fullest as far as they're concerned. You, you, maybe you're not out partying or having fun. I think there's a verse in one of Peter's epistles that says, um, be prepared when your friends say, why don't you run with us anymore? To be able to give them an answer about that. And so, so what Jesus is saying, if you give your life in my service, then you will find life. Like our intro verse says, he's coming to give us life and life more abundant. Uh, but we need to kind of change our definition of what real life is about. You know, a lot of times people, people think of um, the Bible and its rules as, as this fence keeping you away from pleasure or good times. But I saw a comic once that, that the guy said, I, I'm going to ignore this fence. I need to get over this fence. And then he jumped, and it wasn't a fence. It was a guardrail, and he mm. fell off the cliff and he perished. And that's that's what we understand as believers who've walked with the Lord, that it's not uh, about offense keeping us from the pleasures of life. It's about a guardrail so that we can fully enjoy the pleasures of life. Just as an example, there's nothing wrong with the pleasure that a, that a man and a woman get with being together as long as it's within the confines of a marriage. And, you know, how special is it to know that 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 specific pleasure is something that you only experience with the one that you love and the one that you've covenanted with for a lifetime, rather than having this fear that you might be one of, you know, um, five, ten, or even more partners that experience the same thing. There's no nothing special to that. God created intimacy and it's meant to be a great thing but it has its parameters because God cares about us and he wants to keep us safe. Um, and then, if you believe in Jesus, you will have life.
0: The Father loveth the Son and hath given all things into his hand. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life. But the wrath of God abideth on him. It's John three thirty five through 36
1: And this is this is really um the choice that we all have to make and we'll talk a little bit more about that in the last point as well but we all have a choice between life or death and um we can choose jesus and choose life um or we can choose not to choose jesus and by default choose death and so my prayer for you is that you would choose life um that you would accept the free gift that Jesus is holding out to you today and that, that this podcast episode would speak to you of that and that you would make a decision to follow Christ and that if you do make a decision to follow Christ, that you would follow up with us so that we can rejoice with you and so that we can also be praying for you on your journey with this person who I affectionately refer to as the best of masters because he truly is. So Adam, um do you have anything to say about these last two points that we just talked about?
0: Um especially the first one if you lose your life you will find it. Like that sounds a little scary. Like what do you mean like I have to have to like die <laughs> to like finally figure out what's going on with life and and the truth and everything? But I mean in a way we we kind of we kind of have to. And and that's a daily thing too. Um I remember talking to someone who mentioned like you know there's that moment where you come to Christ to you give your life and that's amazing, but that's the first step in that relationship with him you know
1: yeah it's not it's not just um, when it's talking about death here it's not just talking about the physical death mm-hmm. that some people no doubt have given because there's been thousands of murders for Jesus over the years and 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 uh, Jesus was no doubt including that, but it's not um It's not exclusive of other things, such as dying to your will every day. Um, I know I bring bring a lot of this stuff back to marriage, but it's a very important thing to me. And in Ephesians chapter 5, it says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. And I think about that as, again, not just a once-for-all, dying physically but dying to your will and your desires every day so that you can put theirs first and maybe not even necessarily dying to those desires as much as um allowing god to take those desires and place other desires in its place um which would add meaning to the psalm delight thyself also in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart because as you delight in the Lord. He changes your desires to match his. All right, well, we have one more point that we want to bring up. Um, you must make a choice. Um, so, can you go ahead and read that one in?
0: And shall come forth they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and that they have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. I can of mine own self do nothing, as I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just. But I seek not mine own will but the will of the Father which hath sent me. It's John five twenty nine through 30.
1: All right, so this kind of piggybacks on the last one, uh, where you have a choice between life and death, and there is no... This one kind of solidifies that there is no middle ground. Um, if you die without knowing Jesus, without having a personal relationship with God, you will um, go into the resurrection of the evil, because we've all sinned. Um... None of us is perfect. The only one that walked the earth that was perfect was Jesus Christ, God's own son. So you're doomed to an eternity in hell without him. But if you trust him, then you can go into the resurrection of uh, life. And um, again, the good that we do only comes from the power that God gives us to do good. So I'm not saying that, that we are better than anyone out there who has not trusted Christ. But when you do trust Christ, he gives you a new spirit, a new desire to do the right thing that you did not previously possess. And so, again, my entreaty to all of you in, who are listening is to trust Jesus Christ today so that you can experience um, the true blessing of a life lived for him. And i um, just very pleased to be able to talk about these things with you And Adam, as we wrap up this show, do you have any thoughts on this final point?
0: If if you're listening, and maybe you're at that fence point where you're not sure which side you want to lean to, um, I'm always reminded that you know I've heard of a lot of situations, uh, even some people close to me, that you know they've made some decisions that weren't great, and I've heard them say, you know, I regret doing that. I wish I could have taken that back, or I wish I wouldn't have made that path my lifestyle. Uh, But I've never, ever heard anyone regret saying yes to Jesus, ever, in 26 years and counting.
1: That is an excellent point. And I can testify that he can hold you through some pretty rocky stuff and that you can come out stronger. It's it's hard to think about when you're going through the stuff. You know, I've had my ups and downs. You know, I've had a lot of downs along with the ups, so I'm not going to say every— Every day is rosy because it's not. God knows that I have spent a lot of time weeping um, in his presence uh, because of certain life things that have happened. And But the cool thing is that he He comes alongside and he weeps um, with us. And I, I remember that simple passage, John 11, 35, Jesus wept. And um, if you listened to my podcast episode with wally from a couple years ago it's hard to believe it was a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah well from a couple years ago it was episode 149 if you want to go back into the archives um i remember because wally teased me about it not being 150 <laughs> but he said that his 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 favorite verse was jesus wept john eleven thirty five. he said initially when you tell when he tells people that they probably think it's a cop-out but he just pointed out that jesus had a very real response to what was going on around him, to the death of Lazarus, and to even probably more importantly, the, the unbelief of the people around him, that he knew because he knew their hearts. I can't imagine walking around with the burden of knowing people's hearts or every heart. I think God does give us a certain measure of discernment of people's hearts, but not to the level that our Lord had. And so um, I just think if, if he wept and he went through agony, then certainly he expects that we will as well, but he will walk with us through it. And, um, so as we end this podcast, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I hope that you will use the content information that's going to roll at the end of the show here, uh, to contact us and let us know what we can do better. If you like this, um, podcast series, you can download any of the episodes free of charge from my website, SpeakingForHim.com, and just let people know that that they are a resource available. And if someone were to contact us and let us know that they would like to have this series on CD, we'll be wrapping it up in the next several weeks, because as you know, I don't usually broadcast these series episodes back to back to back, but sometime in the next several weeks, um, I think we have one or two more episodes slated for this series and when it's complete i'll be glad to burn someone a cd of these episodes should they desire so contact us about that or anything else associated with the show with the contact information that is about to roll and with that i will simply say um this is andrew Gamson saying have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com speakingforhim and on Twitter